Hey, hi guys. Uh, this is Ashwat working as a growth marketer for Amplus. In our podcast series, I'll be interacting with sales and marketing professionals globally and take a little peek into the journey which can help us to collaborate, learn and unlearn from each other's success stories. And for today's podcast, I have Priya. Hi, Priya. Hi, hi, Ashwat. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? Doing great. Happy Diwali, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, Priya. Wish you the same, and I wish you the best for your family too. Thank you, thank you so much. So, before getting into the podcast, we would love to know about you and what your current activities. Uh, we would love to explore about your day-to-day roles and activities, Priyank. Okay. So, uh, currently, I'm a, uh, a consultant, a digital marketing consultant for a few companies right now. Uh, in some cases, it requires the execution part as well, and in some cases, it's just the strategy part. Uh, so I, I have worked in the past one year or so as a freelance consultant, uh, which has uh, which has actually opened up the horizon for learning for me as well, because mm-hmm. you get to know about different industries. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I might know about digital marketing, but I might not know what is happening in blockchain or what is happening in the cryptocurrency space or what is happening in the retail space in Dubai mm. or uh, what's happening with the e-commerce developers around India who want their clients in the US. So mm. multiple things actually open up and this was the only reason that I wanted to do the full-time consulting part itself. Mm. Um, it just it just gives you so much knowledge to absorb that you're never away from the topics of, and whatever is happening around in the world. Mm. And when it comes to wearing multiple hats i love doing that and uh, since i can't do it in like different fields so what i do is like make it with different clients so it just uh, makes it really really uh, you know your your overall uh, horizon just expands and that is the reason why why i went on for a freelance consulting sort of a role yeah it's a it's a great uh, initiative priyank uh, you will get to know many industries Yes, exactly. And then you network so well as well, right? I mean, like, mm. I have at least like three, four meetings every week. Mm. Uh, some of them work out, some of them do not work out. Okay. Mm. And uh, there, uh, and, and you just get to know you, you keep on meeting entrepreneurs, you keep on meeting, uh, you know, some other digital marketers as well. Mm. So when that happens, it's, it's always a good thing to, uh, you know, interact with those people, especially when I'm like kind of new in Bangalore. I'm like only three years old in Bangalore. Mm. And uh, previously I was in Delhi. So it just gives me an opportunity. People get to know that, okay, there's somebody Priyank Jori. Okay. That, that That is how it helps. It helps me out. I love to network. So mm. this is one of the ways to do it. Okay. So uh, being into this uh, digital marketing profile, what are the challenges that you see in digital marketing? Okay. So multiple things are there. Uh, let me just break it down for two sets of people, right? One of them who are working in a particular mm-hmm. job and one of the people who are freelancing like me, right? Mm-hmm. So when they are working in a particular job, uh, the, the, the biggest reason of what happens is you have a boss who's probably uh, have a 25 years work experience. And when I say digital marketing, it just started in 2011 in India, approximately mm. to that. And that is the time when it's when we started seeing a uh, uh, a good curve on it. Right? Yeah. And 
so people have unrealistic uh, uh, expectations out of digital marketing okay mm, mm. which is, which is not wrong but you should also have it backed up backed it up with money mm. right because let's say you have to run you know somebody is going to come over to me and this this happens in freelancing also right mm. uh, yeah you know they they come up with a small amount of money say that this is what i have for the advertising and this is what you have to do okay so yeah. without realizing they they know that it is a cheaper alternative to any other sort of advertising right but when it but what they have done is like multiplied by 100 times and given it to the digital marketer to go ahead and do it okay mm. they don't have time mm. they don't have money okay the expectations are huge okay mm. and this this works both ways in the freelancing and this thing both right yeah uh, and and those expectations are i mean they're, they're just humongous it cannot be done without a way so uh now this was more on the side of when you are working as a digital marketer somewhere on the side of the freelancing part the major challenges which happen is that okay this guy is going to be working from home or from a remote office somewhere right mm. and how if we are paying him for his expertise okay we need to get more extracted from him right yeah. in the contract it might be written clearly that i'll be doing the strategy part of let's say a service x right mm. but what they expect you to do once the contract starts okay and this is just probably a part of the professionalism here or or anything of that sort but they end up taking you know more services than what is written on the contract with the same amount of money mm. okay yeah they are they are not taking digital marketers as like a specialized set of a specialized person with a with a with a certain skill set Mm. they are more taking it as like okay there are too many digital marketers and this guy is probably has a lot of experience he's not he's not going to make as much mistakes but mm. let's take out as much as we can from this guy despite being not written in that contract so mm. that is something which happens a lot Mm. I think challenges. I think this is the typical challenges faced by all freelancing digital marketer in market yeah 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 it is and there's always a price war price war mm. is always there mm. uh let's say i pick up a contract for x somebody mm. is going to take just do a very minimal discount of uh, 90% of the tax mm. and he might be able to get the account and i don't despite having a clear discrepancy in the you know in the space what eventually happens is like a lower uh, you know a, a person who has does not have that much of experience they try it out with that person okay a client tries out digital marketing with that person mm. and then he does not get the results which he wants and what eventually happens is that the owner or the businessman ends up not trusting digital marketing so much hmm so this is another challenge which happens so basically uh, a bad uh, case happens and then you fully do not trust a particular skill set itself or the mm. industry itself mm. so that is something which i have seen happening very very commonly mm. uh, another thing which happens with the digital marketers is again kind of connected to the point one which i talked about is that do not know exactly what are the uh, what digital marketing can do for you so mm. they have their existing pr companies they have their existing uh, you know graphic designers mm. or anybody of that sort right 
whom they give the job of creating the social media designs as well which is something mm. uh i believe is not very overlapping it should not be overlapping at all and it just makes it really difficult for a individual freelancer to go ahead and find jobs mm. yeah so that is something that i believe what you said will be very useful for people who wants to change their career into freelancing for digital marketing yes yes because they can are, yeah because they I, can I, think I, of because they can think about this before coming to this freelancing role yeah so i've met a lot of content marketers also who write really well and then they want to start an agency and i have come mm-hmm. from that background since it is a service agency it is very hard to sustain uh and i'm talking when i started an agency in 2012 and uh, it's very hard to sustain is because you'll always have troubles with the billing cycle okay there's a huge lack of unprofessionalism when it comes to the billing part okay you'll have to take like several follow ups but you cannot let your employees take a salary 5 days later yeah so there are a lot of things which actually happen and in the ecosystem here it it makes a lot of trouble to people uh so that is why but if 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 you're planning to open up a agency i'd say that first get settled down as a consultant again mm-hmm. and then start off an agency bef- instead of just start hiring employees after one client which you got okay it's an interesting takeaway priyank uh since you have been into digital marketing for considerable amount of years uh yeah. do you have some hack for digital marketing which can be used by people who is currently listening to this podcast so uh there are many but i would uh, uh okay let me just think about it okay there is something which uh, which a lot of people do not do and that is related to your youtube advertising mm-hmm. okay uh uh people do run the youtube advertising uh, youtube ads okay which actually do not which just gives you a brand awareness kind of a thing right yeah yeah and it does not give you uh, let's say the leads or anything of that sort mm. okay so first of all youtube uh, advertising is very very precise you can go ahead and target the subscribe uh, the a particular channel mm. which could actually show you uh, you know which could before playing every video can actually show you the uh, your advertisement so once you do that okay you have given the brand awareness to that particular person okay mm. what you can do is like connect your google uh, google adwords account and your youtube account together okay once you do that you can run the display ads for the people who have actually watched your video okay what happens you have covered the brand awareness side from the youtube ad advertisements okay mm-hmm. and then you give them a proper reminder of from the remarketing ads and tell them okay boss this is what you saw and this is what we do okay mm. now click on it go to our website and do the rest of the things so mm. that is something a lot of people do not use they ended up at the youtube uh, level mm. or they do it only the display marketing level which is very very hard to you know monitor till the time you know because it's it's not very reliable mm. when i say that but yeah. reliability is here with youtube target your competitor subscriber uh, channels okay <laughs> where you are showing the display ads to the people who actually saw that video yeah so it, it works it works great it has worked wonders for me as well uh, to mm-hmm. a certain extent but it should not be uh, the youtube ads should not be that open it should not be wide 
okay you should know that this 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 is your competitor they have videos i'm going to run ads on their channel first of mm. all it's like a low blow which i mm. love doing that in in, in digital marketing mm. uh, and then you go ahead and you know run run the display advertisements from uh, using that it's an interesting it's an interesting hack priyank uh, uh, i would like to uh, ask you this question since you have been into considerable amount of years into digital marketing you may have some source to update your knowledge regarding digital marketing so what are all the sources you follow what are all the channels you follow and do you have your favorite industry leader so that we will get to know more about your knowledge path yes so i always look at two sides of the uh, of of a person not not in just uh, not in just terms of skills you also need uh, somebody who could actually motivate you when you listen to that mentor person. mentor yes. mm. yeah so i won't call it a mentor because that guy is probably a uh, uh, okay you know a mentor to like a million of people so mm. mentor is a little more personalized one to one interaction kind of a thing so that is something which i have not done with him uh but uh, in terms of entrepreneurship in terms of growing your business in terms of getting up on your feet okay there's this guy gary v whom mm. i literally love i stalk him literally uh, mm. when it comes to linkedin it comes to instagram it comes to facebook okay i've heard a few of his podcast as well since spotify has come on and this guy is never going to let you down with whatever he speaks okay so uh, he his his very simple funda was to make sure that okay if you are waiting for a weekend to happen okay there is something wrong which is happening with your life because you're wasting 66% which is the five days of the week okay to make sure that you enjoy the rest three days of the week okay so there is something wrong with you if you if you're dying to come uh, dying for the weekend to come Mm, okay, yeah you're not enjoying the journey of those monday to friday evening mm, mm. okay in your office that means you're doing something wrong and mm. that is something which which like just opened up uh, you know just just blew my mind it, and it was right you cannot say anything about it right so gary v i'm a huge fan i don't know i mean if he comes over to india or bangalore sometime i would be <laughs> meeting him for sure mm. okay I'll probably stay in a line as well to do that mm. and on the on the on the uh, uh on the study side of the things i have a certain set of people who are uh whom i follow there is uh there is uh, uh, neel patel okay he has one or the other hacks which are always available you find any random possibility of a topic and yeah. i'm pretty sure you'll find an answer in his blog somewhere mm. or the other okay mm. so that guy has covered up so much content that mm. he's probably the undisputed king in digital marketing he's probably he he is top 10 in the world when it comes to digital yeah yeah that is some guy whom as a digital marketer i have to follow mm. okay and on the other hand then i had john loomer when i was learning about facebook uh, advertising a lot so he started pretty much the same time when i started uh, my agency back in noida mm. and and uh, we both saw how both of us grew over a period of time uh, 
and he was the facebook marketing expert and we started off as a facebook marketing expert so anything which happens we know that the problem if there's a problem with the client i know the answers to be found on our on john lumer's blog right of anything of that sort so john lumer neil patel and on the entrepreneurship side on the business side it is gary v okay it's interesting to know priyank uh let me share a slide with you so that let's have some discussion based on it okay okay done let's do that mm-hmm. so i would like okay. to know your take on each of these element okay i'll start with content marketing yeah okay okay so with content marketing this is probably one of the most uh, uh most required point when it comes to a digital marketing point when it comes to b2b marketing okay mm-hmm. i would mm-hmm. uh, not consider it for any sort of a b2c marketing until unless it is uh, you know it's very much required you have to explain your product that is the time when you have to do the content marketing a lot right so let's just stick to the b2b side of it uh, for the content marketing uh, in content marketing you have to make sure that you are educating the customer the potential customer instead of selling yeah okay? and that is the biggest point which which comes with content marketing okay you, people have a problem you figure out a problem write anything about it do a webinar on it do a podcast on it or do anything any other sort of things on it right all the yeah. all the aspects of uh, content marketing and meanwhile you have to do a little bit so it's 80 20 basically 80% you help solve a problem and 20% you try to sell your stuff okay yeah. so hubspot basically is one of the best companies when it comes to the inbound marketing side of the things and yeah hubspot will simply tell you that how to motivate your sales team to do this and that okay which is a problem in a lot of companies okay mm-hmm. and eventually over a period of time it's going to sell you the crm software which is uh, which they have right yeah so basically so, so basically it's like a john deere concept of content marketing so john deere was the first one to introduce the content marketing style where they okay. never introduce about that product first they talk how yeah. farming should be done best in a better way and how farmer life can be improved so that's how they uh, sell their product so exactly like i was able to match uh, my learning and your our current way of us what hubspot is doing okay so yeah uh, uh, okay okay so I, that was a point i did not know about uh, you i'll ask you for the name again let me read about that guy mm. okay, what made him do that and the rest of the things so uh, it's it's also one of the things is that the reason why what what people do wrong in content marketing is that they stick to only one channel hmm okay yeah. which is writing blogs okay uh you should never ever do that because i think it's more easier to do a webinar like how we are doing right now it's a lot easier than to write a 1000 uh, a 1000 word essay right or a blog on it okay yeah. the only drawbacks in this particular case is that 
till the time you do not have the uh, closed captioning of this webinar it would be not very seo friendly okay mm. uh, but blogs are made to be seo friendly because you can only type on google right or maybe mm. even if you do a voice search it's not going to give you a voice return it's going to mm. give you a list of the blogs mm. right so so that is something uh, which has both the aspects so basically you grow your audience using your blog okay find your newsletter subscribers and once you have enough then you tell them that boss this is the webinar which is happening in the live last slide of the webinar say that okay this is the product you have and this can help you mm. as simple as that okay moving on to the second element it is seo uh, your take on seo yeah. my take on seo uh, is that it it frequently keeps changing always be updated on seo yeah uh, in 2018 it was something else okay in 2019 is something else in 2020 this is going to be something else altogether yeah it right? transferred from penguin to panda to hummingbird exactly. and currently exactly. it's rank brain exactly exactly and and i i was just telling in a more of a layman terms and mm -hmm. it's what what you have to do when it comes to seo is that always invest in your employee to learn more about the seo which is happening what usually happens is seo there's a social media guy who in his resume has the seo part of it involved right mm. and <coughs> and then he does a little bit of you know some adjustments on the seo front and then it goes to that level uh, so that is why people actually do not get to see a lot of results when it comes down to the seo as quickly as they want to okay? yeah 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 so there are multiple things you need to build back, uh, build backlinks with a lot of people so you have to make sure so this seo is not one person's job okay seo is the job of the whole digital marketing team because the content marketing person has to go out and publish this blog on a different website with the yeah. backlink to your website right mm -hmm. uh, the social media guy needs to make sure that his posts are reaching to the top or maybe trending okay so that he gets more uh, he gets uh, click through and impressions as well. yes yeah. yes okay in terms of email marketing also they have to do that and hmm. multiple aspects come into the seo so seo is never one person it is never ever one person it's it's the teamwork which happens okay. because the content marketing guy also needs to figure out what content to write right hmm. and if he does not have the ability to learn about the keyword planner or uh, anything of uh, let's say um, you know uber suggest mm. uh, which is neil patel's tool right if he does not know and he just knows how to write content okay then yeah. there's a problem okay mm. because he's going to be writing which people have already written about or people are not even searching for it why mm. the hell are you going to be there on the first first page of google it never makes sense so seo and content marketing go hand to hand by the way so that is why there was a lot of stress on the previous point which we did yeah So, so moving on to, to the, the third point yeah social media marketing yeah social media marketing the landscape has changed a lot from 2011 to 2019 hmm. and uh, it is more like a uh, you know we all know that facebook's algorithm and instagram's algorithm 
is just not letting your post to be seen by the rest of the people right and and it's kind of necessary from the facebook and instagram part as well and it's also a little unfair to the people who have lower budgets okay yeah. so uh, what happens is that sometime a new company comes in okay which has really mm-hmm. happened with the uh, tiktok right okay tiktok came in had billions of users within within one one and a half uh, years of its existence mm-hmm. and now they have opened up their platform for advertising okay? okay i i have been trying to get it sully access but i have not been able to get it as of now okay mm. because they want an official email id which i do not have being a freelancer mm. so that is something which i have been taking care i i, I have been wanting to explore but i still mm. haven't done it till this time and mm. so so the landscape has changed basically if you do not put your money into social media mm. uh, the chances are until unless your content is super good okay mm. it's either super funny it's or or something of that sort and then it takes over to your social media then it actually has the social media because it gets shared a lot okay hmm. but if you are a boring business okay let's say a b2b business who is doing sales this that and that right yeah. it becomes very hard to start your marketing on social media level hmm. because of the lack of uh, the lack of or you can say the reduced or the new updated algorithm from from the basic feeds but again b2b you should never be as as a b2b business you should never be working on uh, facebook or instagram so much compared mm-hmm. to how you should be doing it on linkedin and then linkedin makes a lot of difference yeah yeah valid point prank uh for the moving on to the fourth element it's email marketing so email marketing was the first type of marketing people were doing and your take on print yeah the problem is that the first step of marketing if they're doing as an email marketing they're probably buying the database from somewhere else yeah right and i mean it is it is illegal i was about to say kind of but it is uh, it is actually illegal to do that okay but the laws are not so strict when it comes to india okay mm-hmm. uh, if you do the same thing probably in um, in us or canada you're going to be in a lot of trouble uh but if you do that in india people actually just ignore your email or maybe just even open up that email because uh i, I my personal email has been in a part of uh, this situation where i have more than 1 lakh emails which are not opened because probably i signed up and then the email marketing they somebody overdid it Hmm. you did not provide the excitement for me to open it up for you right open hmm. the email up for you and there are some people who write like very very catchy um, subject um, lines subject lines and then there's a lot of catch in the body text also okay but hmm. eventually the end product is a waste okay hmm. so or or maybe it's very clickbaity in the in its nature right so yeah that is something which uh, uh, you know which is very very odd people should not be doing that i believe a lot of people have started doing email marketing saying that okay we will only send you one email per week okay mm-hmm. that actually gets me more excited than why subscribing to their email list okay it's mm-hmm. pretty simple because i know there's going to be one email which is going to, going to be coming in 
and uh, and I know it's going to be of sense because these people are not throwing two three emails on a daily basis. So they're going to be putting in the quality of something which I want. Right. Hmm. So that is something which which uh, which will be take uh, which which I get excited about basically. Hmm. Okay. So moving on to the fifth element, it's digital advertising. Uh, ah, that's a very long. Uh, <laughs> that's hmm. a very long aspect uh, to cover. Okay, but I'm just going to be very very simple and and. Uh, Keep it to a very certain limit here. Okay, when you're doing online advertising, I believe that first of all, what what not to be done. Okay. Okay. I don't think clickbait clickbait ads work anymore for a, for an educated consumer. Okay. Mm, yeah. So if you if you want me to uh, uh, you know reduce my ten kgs in let's say fifteen days or something of that sort. Okay, there are high chances that there's a product which is going to be sold at the end of that particular thing, and I would not like to consume that. So, being an educated customer, if if as a business you're targeting an educated customer, you should never ever go ahead for the clickbait ads. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay, and uh, don't don't give promises of 10 kgs loss in like 15 days or something of that. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. So, so, so that that is something for a it's it it might be really really good for the people who are probably in their 40s and 50s right now mm-hmm. who want to do that but it is not something which uh, which is uh, let's say gonna interest people between 20 to 40 because they see this every day now on internet yeah so that's one of the aspects is like don't go clickbait there is it's it's just not necessary to do that Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can give like multiple examples of those headlines because I just kind of enjoy it as a marketer to look at them. Okay. Mm. So a woman, uh, a single woman from Bangalore earns eight thousand rupees a day, or something, or something, and then then you realize when you open it up, you see that okay, it's actually a, a stock exchange sort of a. Thing where you invest on a mobile app and then you take the money out and that's what happens, right? So it's not as easy. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Even if you see that picture, right? Even if you see that picture, right? They would be having that money in their hand. They they would be having money in their hand. They would be having money in their hand. It's gonna be always a pretty lady. There's never Mm. a lady who is, uh, you know, who does not look good. Mm. So so it's always like that. And then even in that particular case, I've seen some of the celebrities in India, uh, their photos have been taken because they did a weight loss transformation and it's being used by those people. So Mm. that's like a bad, bad thing to do. Okay. I know you want to sell your product, but you don't want to get into a lawsuit as well. Mm. Yeah. So moving on to the sixth element, it's mobile marketing. Uh, The mobile penetration rate is pretty high everywhere in the world and also in india so i would like to know your take on mobile marketing thing i i would stick again this this is a very very long uh, uh, this thing but i'm going to talk about mobile marketing and i'm going to be talking it more on the sides of the whatsapp marketing i i'm not sure if that fits for multiple people into that particular category but whatsapp business is changing the game 
for a lot of people. Okay. Yeah. All the small businesses are, I don't know, for some reason are not using WhatsApp business right now. At least in India, I have not seen that. But if you go over to Dubai, which I went for a client uh, meeting and everything, okay, they have WhatsApp people sitting on WhatsApp, okay, doing mm-hmm. WhatsApp marketing on a daily basis, okay. Okay. The good thing about what Facebook has done in WhatsApp marketing is that a person needs to save your number and send you a request in order to become a sort of a broadcast list member. Right? Okay. Yeah. On the other hand, it charges you if you do not reply to a consumer within 24 hours. Hmm. So that is something which is like the most, I mean, I've never seen a better pricing plan to be honest. Right. Hmm. It asks you that what uh, WhatsApp asks you that, uh, go ahead, reply to the customers or I'm going to charge you for the services which you do. Hmm. <laughs> so it's essentially blackmail, but in a good way, you should be the reason why a person is reaching out to you on WhatsApp is because of the reason that he wants immediate reply. Right. Mm, yeah. And, and we all know that how it feels like to not get a reply on WhatsApp. Okay. If, if, uh, for 24 hours. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so we have got, we've been through, we've been there and we know so, so wonderful, uh, business model from WhatsApp marketing. And then also the other, other side is that the API side of the things of WhatsApp business API, mm. those are those are a very very complex process. Mm. So I've been working on a, with a client for the same thing where we get the API. So instead of having multiple broadcast lists, you could have a straight up uh, hacky way to send a message to all of the people at one go. Because mm. there are some limitations when you send out an SMS. Mm. So yeah. that is something which which is really really exciting, and I I would I mean if any of the people who are looking at this podcast, please 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 get mm. your businesses on WhatsApp business. It's mm. really really important. It's the closest thing which you can monitor. Okay, you can put your status statuses up, and it's gonna be like a hundred percent reach. Okay, mm. uh, to everybody. So like facebook it's it might just not be there right in your news feed but for whatsapp all of your subscribers who have saved your number it's going to be there yeah 100 percent, right so this is something i mean this was probably the last end of the uh, uh, you know the last part of the podcast where uh, where i i wanted to give a message to everybody and this would have been a message which I would give. okay okay <laughs> So Sorry for bringing this up earlier, <laughs> earlier than expected. <laughs> okay. So uh, moving on to the seventh element, it's web analytics. Uh, so uh, web analytics are usually called as the backbone of all marketing stuff because you track all the campaign using web analytics like GA and other kind of tools. Even uh, Oribe launched a tool to track individual user activity in a site. So I would like to take, know your take on web analytics. Uh, my take on web analytics here is, first of all, if you're not doing it properly, mm-hmm. that is one of the things which you should be doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one. And the same thing which I told about SEO, right? Analytics is pretty much on the same levels when it mm-hmm. comes to SEO. It needs mm-hmm. to be done not done, but at least monitored by 
each and every member of the team right mm-hmm. so with social media a person know should know that in channels you have social how many people are coming from the social media to your channel mm-hmm. right to your website sorry and the same goes on with the rest of the team as well for the email marketing they should know that how effective it was for us although there are reports in mailchimp or sendgrid to see that how much it worked out but that only tells you only till the person went to your website or not and what he did after going to the website is something which you need to figure out from your web analytics mm-hmm. right so not yeah. just that it 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 becomes a very necessary tool for a digital marketing in terms of conversion rate optimization yeah crm so this that is something which a lot of people miss out on okay or mm-hmm. probably do not have the time just to go ahead and do that the mm-hmm. reason is that there are so huge task list when you go over to a marketing meeting mm-hmm. right that this is all what you have to do but we realize that okay with probably one simple tweak we could actually make the effectiveness of all all of these lists a lot better mm-hmm. people do not do that mm-hmm. when it comes to scenario uh, so you need to figure out okay you need to make another another home page or another landing page and try to divert the traffic to both of them together and then see which was working out and you need web analytics for that yeah so one of the strategies which i saw long time back was that people used to once they've gotten registered on a landing page so there are two landing pages a and b okay mm-hmm. a and b are different in terms of what is written on them etc etc they got the conversions okay mm-hmm. now with the conversion they made two thank you pages which was x and y okay, okay. and from a it goes to x also and it goes to y also oh, okay. okay so they okay. so they were testing even the thank you pages okay mm. so um that is something which i have seen and learned a long time back because even on thank you messages you mm. have ways uh, thank you pages you have ways to retain that customer or get them excited about something mm. yeah right? so if you are a b2b company okay you have two of your landing pages okay mm. let's say for a free consultation mm. right and then he says okay to free consultation and then you take him to okay free consultation let's say this is what we can do for you is there in the channel in the uh, thank you page x and in thank you page y you have something what do you have to look forward to mm. the messaging change right so this is something which obviously web analytics has a part of it and they need to uh, you know it's probably the most important part of digital marketing let me say that otherwise we are all shooting in the dark we don't know what's happening we do not monitor it it just does not work out that way okay thanks priyank thanks for taking part in this amplis buddy podcast it's really an honor to have you in my podcast today thank you ashwa that was great talking to you man uh, you are a great host and the way you ask questions is like pretty uh, you know simple and straight okay there's nothing which is yeah you know going left or right it's very simple you're doing great best of luck for your channel man and uh, we'll cross paths again yeah sure sure priyank sure happy diwali by the way same to you man same to you thank you you bye Bye.